Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom afternoon, people of God. Shalom afternoon, church. Please, I believe you are all doing well. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. I thank God for your lives by the special grace of God, myself and my family. We are doing well. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you and favor you all greatly. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Kindly share the link. Share the link. Invite all your friends and loved ones. Share the link. Invite all your friends and loved ones. The Lord bless you. My sister Maureen, God bless you. I hope all is well over there. God bless you. My daughter Fafali, God bless you and keep yourself and your family strong in Jesus precious mighty name my dear sister Mamia God bless you God bless you Alexis God bless you Vinette God bless you Londiwe God bless you my last daughter Obapa Rosie God bless you <laughs> I hope all is well Obapa 
God bless you. God bless you. Nanajua, God bless you. Wendy Gold, God bless you. Rod King, God bless you. Okaile, God bless you. May the Lord favor you and usher you into a new phase of God's goodness. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, Obapa, I've missed you plenty. God bless you. I hope everything is fine. Grace Darkon, God bless you. Peter Wealth, God bless you. Naneji, God bless you. Bridget Full, God bless you. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you. Pastor God Love, God bless you, man of God. May the Lord increase you all in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. This afternoon, the Lord has asked me to lead us in prayer concerning the matters of our marriages. Hallelujah. Whether you are married or you are yet to marry or you will not even marry, it doesn't matter. We are all praying. Amen. So get ready. The grace of God is going to help us. And I don't know what the enemy has done against your marital life. The hand of the Lord will destroy that agenda of the enemy this afternoon in the name of Jesus. And the Lord will cause his will to be made manifest. I don't want you to just type amen. Believe it with, with your heart. Are you listening to me? Believe it with your heart. It is not just a motivational talk. This is the voice of God speaking to your destiny. Hallelujah. One of the reasons why many of us go for programs and we go even to the house of God and we still retain the same is we just go there trying to, you know, we are looking for a special means. There are many of us until the man of God calls us one-on-one -on -one and says, this is your case and God is going to change it. Everything he says, you think it is not about you. And you just close your heart and your mind waiting for a special moment that you have imagined. That's why we keep going for, you know, moments like this and we don't receive anything. Are you listening to me? Open your heart. Once you join an altar like this, open your heart for the Lord. It can even be an announcement. Go through that announcement can open certain doors for you. And that is why I said this yesterday. You see, in an atmosphere like this, just open your heart for the Lord. Because if hiding in your own room to pray could change things, certain things should have been changed by now. Are you getting my point? There are certain matters you would need a certain anointing to handle them for you. And when you come to a place like this, knowing very well that by the mercies of God, His grace and His anointing are, are active here. Just believe. That is all. Just believe. Don't come and watch things and go. You know, there are people who just come in, let me come and watch if the place is hot. If the place is not hot, what will you do? Will you set the place on fire? Or you go and get, you see? Hallelujah. 
So let's be very serious. Hallelujah. That is the reason why before every meeting, whether lunch, prayer, fire, whether morning glory, whether priesthood time, whether prophetic training, whether school of the prophets, before every meeting, I wait on the Lord to hear what he has to say concerning the meeting. And all the time, the Lord will have something to say. And this is the reason why we need to be serious. Because if God himself has purpose to do something and you are not ready to receive, you have wasted the time. There are people who can even join and they will put their phone somewhere and they will be watching TV. They will join, drop their phone somewhere and they will be doing their own thing. No one, you are the one believing God for a touch. You see, relax, oh, relax for God. And be very spiritual and be very sensitive. Let God work on your destiny. Are you listening to me? See, this is what I shared my story yesterday. It got to a point in time, even the oil on my own head couldn't help me. I'm telling you the truth, though. I'm telling you the truth. The anointing that God anointed my head with couldn't help me. He had to send me to another man. So you need to understand some of these basic principles of the things of the Spirit. Hallelujah. And let, we shall allow God to work on, on our destinies. There are certain things we have prayed and prayed and prayed to fix them. Still, they've not been fixed. There are certain things, eh? They are beyond the level of anointing you carry as a believer. And I think some people did not get this yesterday. You see, there is there is the power of God at work in you. So long as you have believed in the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit is in you, is actually the embodiment of every power of God. So when we look on the inside of you, there is so much power in you. But you see, certain things can happen as if there is no power. It is because the power that is within you is not supposed to stay in you. For it to cause any change in your life, it must come on you. There is a difference between the power of God in you and the power of God on you. When the, so, you see, the power of God in you is also known as the anointing. And there is what that dimension of God does. So the Bible said we have received the Holy Ghost. There is the power of God in us that will teach us. So the power of God in you will teach you. Are you listening to me? On how to go about things. If you are about to fall into a certain... Maybe somebody called you and said, I want, to, I want you to invest in my real estate thing. And you want to do it. The anointing of the power of God or the Holy Ghost in you can speak to you that no, if you do this, you will lose your money. The Holy Ghost will be teaching you certain things on how to live your life. 
and it is mostly when you don't listen to what he is telling you that you either grieve him or you quench him. Are you following? But the moment he comes on you, he's now about to cause a change in your life. So that many of us, we have the Holy Ghost in us. The, the high-tension power of God is resident in us. But still, we don't have any oil on our head. This is because there is a way to cause the anointing that is in you to come upon you. Are you listening to me? If you don't understand some of these things, a lot of things will go wrong. Because we have seen a lot of Christians who even keep fighting some men of God. Some say, hey, me to have the Holy Ghost is in me. I don't need to go to any pastor. You will realize that certain troubles will beat you for, for years and they will not change. Meanwhile, you are praying on and you are claiming that you too you have the Holy Ghost. You need to understand that if the Holy Ghost is in a man, there is what he does. And when he is upon a man, there is what he does. Hallelujah. In the book of John, the book of John chapter 14, verse 16 and 17, John chapter 14, verse 16 and 17. This is Jesus speaking to the disciples. Listen to what Jesus told the disciples. He said, I will ask the Father to give you another helper to be with you always. He is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor recognizes him. But as for you, you recognize him because he lives with you and will be in you. Are, are you getting there? So the whole, Jesus is telling the disciples that God, he would tell the Father who will send another helper, that is the Holy Ghost. And this Holy Ghost, the world cannot receive him. Because they, are, they do not even see him. And neither can they recognize him. But as for the disciples, as at the time Jesus was talking to them, he told them that, but as for you, he is with you and he shall be in you. That means as at, as at that time Jesus was talking to the disciples, the Holy Ghost was not yet in them, but he was with them. So after a while, he will now move from with them to in them. And when he is now, he has now come to dwell on the inside of them, then Jesus will now tell the disciples again in the book of Acts chapter 1, verse 8, when he said, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. So we, are, we now have the Holy Spirit with you, the Holy Spirit in you, and the Holy Spirit on you. It is when the Holy Spirit is on you that there will be power demonstration. Are you listening to me? And he said, when he comes on you, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem 
and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So he said, it is only when he comes on you that he can be a witness. Now we all know that the word witness is a courtroom term. You are going to testify of something. That is who a witness is. That means every witness must have an evidence. Are you listening to me? You cannot be a witness without evidence. So the evidence that we need in order to become witnesses of our Lord Jesus Christ is the power of the Holy Ghost we receive when he comes upon us. So when the Holy Ghost has not come upon you, you will lack the evidence to be a witness to the world. It, that is when, when you, you go and tell somebody that Jesus, you know, was raised from the dead. Some people will laugh. They will ask you what shows. So at this moment, what they want to see is the demonstration of the power of God that is on your head. Are you listening to me? Don't you know that when you are struggling financially and you are telling people God can change your financial lives, it becomes very difficult for the people to believe. Because if your God can change the finances of people, why hasn't he changed yours? This is the reason why one man of God said when evidence is on grounds, evangelism is minimal. When there's so much evidence, you don't need to talk plenty about Jesus. People will believe. So most of the times, whenever Jesus goes to any place to preach the gospel, first he will demonstrate the power. He will not lay hands on the sick. They will recover. He will pray for the blind people and their eyes will open. Then he will now preach the gospel. It is easy for the gospel to flow when the power of God has already been demonstrated. Are you, are you listening to me? Because you can't pray because you receive Jesus. Receive Jesus. You are speaking to a blind man and the person is still blind and you are pushing the gospel on the person. No, there is no evidence. And in that moment, you being your, your, your witnessing office is under attack. Are you listening to me? Why am I saying all these things? I'm trying to let you know that it is possible for the Holy Spirit to be in you, even just as he's in you. How he came in you was just when you believed in the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The very day you believed in Jesus, the Holy Spirit entered into you. But when you had not believed in Jesus, he was just with you. And his mission with you was to convict you so that as the gospel is coming, your heart will be opened. And the very moment you believe in Jesus, he will now come and dwell in you. The very moment the Holy Spirit dwells in you, he confess your sonship. He confess the sonship of God on your life and declares you to be the son of God who is in the process of maturing. But he comes on you for you to be a witness. Are you listening to me? So there are certain things going on in our lives. If the Holy Ghost does not come on us, there will be no manifestation of the power of God and these things will never change. Are you, are you listening to me? I'm telling you. 
And the coming upon of the Holy Ghost is another dimension of the anointing. It is called the anointing. There are two main forms of the anointing. The one within and the one upon. The one within is a teaching anointing. Hallelujah. So in the book of 1 John chapter 2 verse 27. 1 John chapter 2 verse 27. The Bible said, But the anointing which you have received of him abides in you. And ye need not that any man teach you. But as the same anointing teaches you of all things and is truth and is no lie. And even it has taught you, ye shall abide in him. Are you following? This is what the ISV says. The anointing you receive from God abides in you. So the Holy Spirit coming to reside in you is is a dimension of the anointing. But this anointing is in you. And you do not need anyone to teach you this. Instead, because God's anointing teaches you about everything. So the anointing in us is a teaching anointing. But the anointing that comes upon us is a power demonstration anointing. And it is the power demonstration anointing that will bring a change to a lot of things in our lives. Are you listening to me? And I want to show you a simple thing. Every believer can, can receive the anointing upon. Every believer. So don't be troubled. The anointing is already in you. But the anointing in you, it will be very difficult for you to be a blessing to others. Because the anointing in you is for you. It is teaching you so that you would, you would skip all the, the pitfalls of the enemy and come to the place of perfection. So the anointing in you is actually an individualistic anointing. It is for your destiny. But the anointing on you is for service. When that oil comes upon you, it serves others. And that same anointing, as it is serving others, can go a long way to destroy a lot of evil agenda around your life. I have seen a man of God who was struggling financially, but there was an anointing on him to give fruit of the womb to barren women. Somewhere, somehow, he came across a certain woman who was believing God for the fruit of the womb for, the, for, for 18 years. And this man laid hands on the woman. Within two months, the woman conceived. And she, in fact, she delivered. And when the woman delivered after the nine months of pregnancy, the woman looked for the servant of God and said, Man of God, not knowing that the woman was actually the wife of a certain MP. And the MP said, I need to see this man of God. That was the very day the financial struggles of this man of God came to an end. So the anointing that was on him, he served other people with it. But it later solved his problem. Are you getting my point here? So the anointing that comes on you, once you are able to service it well to the people that are in need of it, God knows how to take care of your own problem. That is the reason why. If you sit down as a man of God and you want to take money from people before you manifest the anointing, you will lose the oil. 
you are, when you lose the oil on your head, you have not lost the one inside you. What it means is that you don't lose your salvation when you start taking money from people. But you will lose the unction that will be of help to them. Are you listening to me? And that is what has happened to a lot of men of God. The very moment you start selling certain things in church, you, you decrease the sharpness of that oil on your head. Because the oil on your head, the one that comes upon, it grows by obedience. Obedience is actually the main pillar that causes the anointing on your head to grow. Even though there are other pillars like fasting, praying in tongues for long hours, and a whole lot of things. But then all these are just minute, they are tiny parameters that support the big pillar, which is obedience. That is the reason why anytime you begin to sin as a servant of God, you start reducing the unction on your head, which is for service. But the one that is in you, you don't lose it. You only lose the one that is in you when you say Jesus is no longer the Lord and Savior of your life. Once you denounce Jesus, that is when you lose the Holy Ghost or the anointing that is in you. That is when we say you have lost your salvation. Are you listening to me? Good. So we need to understand some of these basic things. If you don't know how the anointing works, you, you, you just mix a lot of things. I'm trying to let you know, if there is something going on in your life, and it is not according to the way God prepared it to be, you can change it. But the changing of this thing is as a result of the anointing on your head. The oil that is upon you. Now, sometimes the oil that is upon you is lower than the case, the frequency or the energy of the trouble that is before you. That is why at that moment you look for a higher anointing. Because anointings are not the same. I'm talking about the ones that are upon the heads of people. Are you listening to me? Now, we all know people obey God to a certain level than the way we do. You understand what I'm talking about? There are certain people God will tell them, empty your account to sponsor my kingdom work. They will never even think about it. They will do it. If you know what happens to them after they obey God's voice, you will be marveled. But there are some of us, God will tell you, empty your account. You say, hey God, what are you saying? Empty what? Don't you know I am a husband with four children? How can I take care of my children when I empty my account? This one is not the voice of God. I rebuke any voice trying to let me be poor by emptying me when it might be God. Some of them might not even say that, but then they will use their own human wisdom to reduce the amount of money God said they should sow. And it has happened to many of us here. Sometimes you can hear clearly God telling you to sow this amount, but you will not. You got your first car. Immediately, God said, go and give it to this man. Hey, my first car. At least God, let me flex small with this car. God said, no, don't even drive. Now, you see, the more you, if you know, because let me tell you something. I've seen certain men eh, in my short walk with God in ministry. 
I've seen some men of God walking in some levels of anointing that if I try to sit down and calculate, you know, we men of God, we like that. We, we want, like, what is this man doing, Kra, that is releasing this unction? In fact, when I got close to my father in the Lord for some time, I knew where the anointing was coming from. What? A man that obeys God swiftly, swiftly. It was through him that I got to know that delayed obedience is disobedience. When God speaks, he doesn't wait for a second. He will, he will quickly fulfill, he will fulfill it immediately. He doesn't think twice about it. And I saw a man who says tomorrow by this time, this will happen. And sometimes the thing even happens before that time he spoke about. Strange manifestation of the anointing of God. It is not just a gift. It is an anointing. A man you can carry your issues to. Heavy issues on your, on your neck. That you know this one is breaking your neck. You talk to him about it. He will smile. He say, go. It is done. How? And once you are leaving his office, no, the change has already taken place. This is not a gift. This is an anointing. And it comes as a result of obedience to the voice of God. I'm telling you. Hallelujah. Are, are, you, are you getting my point? What I'm trying to let you know here is that for things to change in your life, you would need an anointing. And let me tell you, if you even need anointing to fulfill destiny, when God opens your eyes to see what he has written for you and what you are supposed to do and fulfill in this world, you will cry. You will cry. Because you will know that you, you, are, you are waste every, every second of your life has been calculated. Every minute second, microsecond of your life has been calculated. And your guardian angels don't miss anything. I'm telling you. In fact, you can wake up into a day that in the archives of God concerning that day, you are not supposed to eat. These are some of the things that people don't get. But some of you, I, man of God, so if I don't eat, what will happen? We need to, you know, according to biologists, every man is supposed to take three square meals. And that's why we are like this. How can three be square? So morning, gang, why you watch it? Why you quiet check or no see Afternoon, go back, no see her. Evening time, or just say, or you rise, Bobbe, say, Tien. You are both, yeah. We are not, you Father, put your hand on what, Father? Now you keep eating and eating and eating when troubles show up. Let the food answer the troubles now. Huh? Let the Bobbe you eat. Heal that problem. That is when you will know. Man shall not live by bread alone. <laughs> Kosavanahayas.
I'm telling you. Are you listening to me? In the realms of the spirit, anointings are classified or categorized according to energies. Don't forget what I'm telling you. If you're a young man of God, know this. This is why it is possible that somebody can be anointed than you. And it is not God practicing favoritism. How come God is anointing this person and not anointing me? You need to understand. It's not about how you fast for long. There is a certain level of anointing your fasting will give to you. There's a certain level of anointing your prayers will give to you. But we don't get anointed only by prayer and fasting. The key point in getting anointed for the work of God and for the changing of things around you is obedience. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. And sometimes eh, it, it will just be a simple thing. Once you obey, you don't know where the anointing will come from. And no men that God told them next year marry. They had nothing. How, how possible? Eh, then and me somebody anointed. Just by obeying God's voice. The person just got married that year and things began to change. He stands somewhere and he lifts his hand and people are falling. Meanwhile, he had not seen some of these things in his previous years. Just by obeying God's voice to marry. Meanwhile, somebody's hiding at a chair. Thinking that is the only way to be anointed. Don't lie to yourself. We are praying. We are we or we go to the Achia somewhere. We go there. We go there, we fast, we do pray. But this is the secret. Obedience to the voice of God. Somebody just got married. No. Things began to change. He will lay hands on the sick, they will be healed. You were when he was not married. He was fasting and praying. Kabalaba. Things were not changing. All because he heard God's voice and he obeyed. Hallelujah. Somebody went to sow a seed by hearing the voice of God and obeying. That was all. Even the man of God, he sowed the seed to cry. did not even see him to pray for him. But the unction came upon him. Hallelujah. So you see, there are certain issues going on in your own life that the anointing on your head will solve. Are you listening to me? And sometimes you can grow to a certain point where the anointing on your head becomes so strong that certain troubles will never come near you. You know what I'm talking about. Now you know very well that even if mosquitoes will play around you, they will not go near to where your stove is, especially when the fire has been put on. They won't get close. Because when they, if they try, they will become funeral. They will even disappear. Are you listening to me? But if you're lying outside, no fire, nothing, they'll come and play with your body small. They'll come and take some personal blood transfusion and they'll go. Hallelujah. What am I trying to say? Certain issues can come to your life 
because of many reasons. First, because it is a test. Second, because it is a temptation. Third, because the anointing on your head is lower than the problems. Are you following? There are certain people as I'm talking to you right now. Because of the oil for wealth that is on them, poverty is very far away from them. Poverty doesn't even want to hear their names cry. Are you listening to me? It is because of a certain level of anointing for wealth. They can't be poor again, no matter what. Unless they begin to lose the anointing. Are you, are you following? I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you. That some people where they've got into, they can't fall sick again. They can't because the, the unction on them for healing has increased that to a point it has worked out every single thing in their own bodies. I'm telling you. But when you get to a point where you have been trying to change certain things in your life and they are not changing, you have done everything. What it means is that you would need an anointing higher than the situation to handle it. That is why don't hide in your own room and say, me too, I have the anointing. It, it might not change. Are you listening to me? And that's what many people do. Said so my mother was sick. I prayed to God that, that God should heal my mother. God didn't heal my. You see, I want to tell you a certain secret. Can I? You see, when it comes to changing things in our lives, eh, don't blame God for it. Whether things change or not. Put, you put God aside. Don't blame God. If you do that, it means you don't have understanding. That's what. That's the only thing I can say. Because whatever we need to fulfill destiny has already been worked inside us. It is our responsibility to work it out so that things can now change. Because you see, this physical world we see has already been arranged by the devil to fight against us. So there is nothing in this physical world that loves you. Are you getting my point? There is nothing in this physical world. That is why if you, if you like stop praying, as a child of God, you stop praying and stop, start living your own life. You will see what will happen. Your end will be, will be scripted by the enemy. They will just say, oh, this is how you will end. And if God does not come in, things, will, things, what they have prophesied is what will happen. Are, are you listening to me? So there is a difference between destiny and faith. Destiny and faith. Destiny is what God actually has purposed for you, even before you were formed in your mother's womb. But when we talk about faith, your decisions in life can actually create an end for you. 
and that one is called your feet. For example, if God tells you, don't enter into a relationship with this lady, or let's say you're already in the relationship and God speaks through a man of God and says, no, disconnect yourself from this lady. God is saying that because of the destiny he has set ahead of you. And once you, you decide to leave that lady and follow what God is saying, you will be in the path of destiny, going to your destination where God has ordained. But if you decide to still be with the lady, you being with the lady will also create another end or future for you. That is called your fate. Are you listening to me? So the, the decisions we take in this life, whether good or bad and everything, creates a future for us. And that is called our fate. That one was not made by God. It was made by you. What God made is your destiny. That is the reason why, because of your own will, you can even decide whether to stay with God or not. But you will never run away from the end or the future you have created for yourself. Are you following? You can't run away from that. That is why at every point in time, hear what the Lord is saying. Because you just want to feel good and you feel good around this kind of guy. So that's where you want to be. You don't understand the weight of destiny. Do you know what people have thrown away just to, to stay focused and fulfill destiny? Do you know? Some of you, some young ladies, will be super glue. Why Why? Because every week, a baby boy saw 700 cities every week. And one out the open, she can't. So you have, you have thrown away your destiny. Do you think that decision you have taken will create a beautiful future for you? You don't know what you are doing to yourself. You tell people this, they will never understand. And even if you're a pastor and you keep saying this, you become a third person right now. Hey, I'm telling you, it is only a pastor that he will call somebody and say, please, what you are doing is not right. Do the right thing. The person will say, you pastor, you, the kind of foolish life you have lived, you, you dated this person, you left her, you went to date this one. You, hey! So right now, most pastors, when people are living an ungodly life, they can't talk about it. They'll let you go, uh, when you fall, then you fall. I remember one time a young lady, I called her and I told her that there is something you are doing that is not right. You are with somebody's husband. Quit that. It will not help your future. The lady just looked at me, you know, she rushed her form. Then she did, and she left. Hey, pastor. I said, what is wrong? 
not knowing this lady has heard something about me. That this man of God died. So she was just talking to people. Look at that. How, how could he? You, you have been doing this nonsense and you are telling me to quit this, this. I kept quiet. After some few years, the wife of the man that this lady was, you know, in a relationship with, saw the issue and she took the lady's picture to a river and she cursed the lady. And the lady developed a certain blood disease. I'm talking about HIV. She started growing lame. One time I was praying and the Lord showed me the lady. And the Lord said, go and pray for her. <laughs> I said, Lord, what did you just say? <laughs> I said, go and pray for her. I said, Lord. Then the Lord said, I'll let her come to you. I said, that one is fine. <laughs> But this lady never came because she knew what she had done. Me too, I was waiting. And she did not come. She nearly died. She nearly died. I was there one time at a certain hostel when I heard a knock on my door. I opened. And the lady was, her, her two hands were, in fact, two men were standing, one on her left, one on her right. And then Sammy, you know, that woman in her And she was like, <sighs> she said, oh, what is, please come inside, come inside. Said, the answer was in my hand already. I wanted to stretch them small. But the Lord didn't want me to. You see, I wanted to say, you see, you, all, those, all those things you said about me, I, 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 oh, minimum, you sat down with this person, you told them this, you told them this. Come <laughs> here, but the Lord said, pray for her. Then I said, Father, show mercy. As you already told me, let it happen. I prayed for her, and I gave her certain water to drink. But when she was even leaving my room, she walked on her own. Then I gave her 17 days. After the 17 days, she went to check and there was no HIV in her blood. As I'm talking to you, she's in Canada. When she got healed, she came. I said, God has saved you. Don't date any married man again. She said, Prof, I will never do such a thing. Listen to me. You see, sometimes eh, I tell people, the, the issue that is troubling your life, hmm, if you go and see a man of God who has an anointing to, to help you solve that issue, forget about everything. Go and honor that oil. Receive your breakthrough. If you will not stay and you want to go, go. Are you listening to me? So that you can see certain people who have been troubled. Satan is plaguing their lives. 
And these people want to know uh, the man of God that you are taking me to. You are sick and you are talking like that. The man of God you are taking me to. Um, um, who is his father in the Lord? Um, which church does he... Uh, you are, you are dying! <laughs> Hallelujah! For some of them, how old is he? You that you are old, solve your own matter. Solve your own problem! I met a man who said me, I will never go to any church that I am older than. I said, who give birth to this man? That he doesn't think like that. You won't go to any church you are, you are older than. Who, what kind of satanic idea is that? What mentality, what foolish mentality is that one? And you see, it's not even only one person that I met. Most of the old, old people that I know, that's what they do. I won't go to any. So they love Methodist church, the church that is like 125 years old, 200 years. They love Methodist, Presby. They are all beautiful churches that God himself has raised. Hallelujah. And I, will not, I cannot say anything. But then the problem is the men. I don't know where they got that mentality from. Some people don't even like it when they are older than their pastor. <laughs> so they want the pastor to be older than them uh -huh, so that when he speaks, they will listen. Hey! You see, they, they, don't, they don't normally die. So two weeks, two weeks, I'm telling you. Hallelujah. So you see, you are fasting, you are praying, but still, relationship-wise, things are not working. Every relationship you enter into, it doesn't end well. You are fasting, you are praying, but you, you, you just don't see glory in everything you do. Sit down quietly. Ask yourself certain questions. The first one, understand whether it is God's time for you to be in that relationship or not. In fact, if it is not God's time and the relationship is not working, it is actually for your own good. Are you listening to me? Because there are certain people who entered into relationships with some people, Satan quickly allowed the relationship to end in a beautiful marriage for them. Satan, he did that very fast. Because he knows that is, it is in this marriage that this lady's destiny will be locked. It is in this marriage that this guy's life will be shortened. He will quickly arrange things. Uh, the guy's father will accept. The guy's just very fast. No one worry fast. You think every marriage is, is 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 having the hand of God back in it? You need to open your eyes. 
I'm telling you. There are some of you, eh? Some of the weddings you actually were bridesmaids, you know, in. If you knew that the end would be like the way it has become now, a bridesmaid in Grangwanya. I'm telling you. Amen. You say some of these things, people will not listen because we are not spiritual. They are funny men, you know, tra and physical like that. So instead of young women to pray into marriage, they are praying, they are just arranging wedding. I love this color. I think this move is too deep. I think if we use the book color, be begging red, blue, any day. Look at a tan white. What is tan white? Because of off white. Who offed the white? Who? Huh? The plenty colors. Remember one, one woman called me, one of my son's mother. He called me. She, she called me and said, Man of God, I don't know what is wrong with my daughter. I said, What is it? He said, You prayed for my daughter that she will be married. And by the grace of God, three days after the prayer, the man she was in a relationship with who had not been calling her for months just called her and said, He wants them to marry. Then we started the preparation. But along the line, the lady told the man that. She won't buffet. <laughs> and the man says, you know, the buffet is costly. So you let's do take away and give it to the people. The woman said, no, me. The man said, there's no money. The woman said, then I will not marry. You will not marry because of food that some people are eating. <laughs> You want to leave a good man because hey, what is wrong with some women? Because save yourself. Take away, take away, say Hey. So the woman said, Prof, call her and talk. I said, Mommy, me make us a phrase to you. When we are making a song for food, because what I'm listening to right now, I'm even angry. Ah. So the next day, I called my son. I said, Kwame, call your sister and tell her that Prof says they should do take away. <laughs> So my son called her, and a few minutes later, my son called me back and said, Daddy, she has understood. He said, we thank God. After all, at the end of it, all she has understood. I did not bite anybody's ears. Let's keep moving forward. Later, I realized that there is a certain spirit behind. 
if you are not sensitive, eh, sometimes when you enter, when you go to Waju and you see the way people are divorcing and the reason why they are divorcing, you will know there is a foolish spirit, a certain foolish witch is working the minds of the people. You will know it because what as if the matter is so serious than the death of Jesus Christ. Hey! I'm telling you. So you need to be very, very serious. I'm telling you. You see, one, one of my, my sons was in a relationship with a certain lady in the U.S. She was in Texas. Look at the time difference. If she calls my son and she doesn't reach him, trouble. The time that my son will also be ready to call, she'll be asleep, trouble. Now, instead of them to sit down as sensible people, to plan, and say, you know, the time is not favoring us, this, 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 so let's fix this time, maybe it will be of help. They never sat down to, to plan. They started fighting. When I call you, you don't even answer. What have you been doing? As if they are on the same casua. Master, don't you know that one is in Texas and one is in Umofia? Huh? Are they the same? But they never thought of that. Amen. You see, when God spoke to me to marry, I just began to study a lot and I gave myself time to hear what God will say about marriage. Father, Father, I, I, you know, I know people are marrying. Yes, I know you have even told me to marry. It's a beautiful thing. I thank you for that. But I want to know, I want to know, if me, Seth, your son, if I don't marry, what will happen? And what will happen if I marry too? Show me, let me know. What, what would that marriage do to you, God? Are you listening to me? I did not ask questions for myself. I wanted to because he came to tell me I should marry. That means there is something about the marriage that God will take. Are you listening to me? I wanted to know that thing before even I start planning. Some of you have never asked God this question. Charlie. Man of God, I'm not, I'm not growing any younger. I want to marry. Man of God, I want to marry. Where am I? Marry? Hallelujah. And God began to open my eyes on some of these things. And he showed me certain things that will come after me and how by his grace I'll be able to conquer. And I'm telling you, I got to know the reason why Satan's attention on marriages is so heavy and strong. Take note, not all marriages. There are certain people when they marry, Satan doesn't even care because he knows the end already. And that end will even favor Satan. In fact, there are certain people to Satan himself will put them together 
to cause trouble. But whenever God puts two people together for a kingdom mission, the enemy will find ways and means to destroy the people that God has put together. I'm telling you, he will find every means to destroy them. And no wonder if you know the number of people who are struggling in their marriages, you will keep your mouth shut and pray to God that the Lord will grant them grace and show them mercy. Hallelujah. There is a certain glorious plan and purpose that God will be taking from the marriages of his people. You might not know, but if you get to know it, it will help you. You are not just marrying because which part of the Bible said that? So body when you are here. Who told you? It's not in the Bible. I know some, some of you are asking, hey, what, are, what is the man of God saying? Hey, I'm saying it. This the, we are we are going according to the scriptures, not African tradition. Are you listening to me? Yeah. God will bring two people together for a kingdom mission. So the reason why God puts two people together is for the kingdom, for the sake of his kingdom. And when you go into the kingdom to know the reason for which God has put two people together, you will now understand the various pillars for which God brought those people together. And I don't have the the luxury of time to go into all these things. But you see, no two marriages are the same. Are you following? No two marriages are the same. There is a specific thing that God will be fulfilling with every marriage. And some of these things might not even be global at all. Some, some people will be getting marriages because of a certain child that God wants to release to the world in the next 15 years. You know, many men think that when, exactly, many men think that when they say to a lady, I will marry you, they are doing the lady a favor. You see that nonsense thing? Look at this young man. And you don't even know where they got that nonsense thing from. 
You think marrying a lady, you are, you are just being a blessing to her? No, no, no. See, there is a dimension of destiny where you know that if you get somebody, you see, there are certain people when you marry them, you have been favored. That one, there is no lie about it. When you marry some of these people, you have been favored. Are you listening to me? Oh, yes. But there are some people, when you marry them, hmm, you don't know how to talk plenty. I'm giving you just three weeks. You talk, uh, the, the, the veins on your neck. Will... <laughs> I'm telling you. Like one woman I knew way back, she used to sell eggs. This woman didn't like talking at all. This woman got married after two months. The there's not a single time you pass in front of a house that she will not be talking. Always fighting with the husband. And when she gave birth to her daughter, she'll go to radio station and, and announce it. And then was so This woman didn't like talking. You know. What what some men would do to you, eh? <laughs> Hallelujah. So you have to understand some of these things. Some of you must share our reno in just the physical perspective. Need too much. You need to be very spiritual. I'm telling you. Go to God. God, you said I should marry. Okay. Um, what do you want to do with my marriage? That marriage you are giving to me. You know, what do you want to do with it? Get to know. Get to know of it. So that when the enemy is coming after your marriage, you will know the exact thing he's coming after. Are you listening to me? Yeah. I'm telling you. And the beautiful thing about God is that sometimes you might not know all these things and you enter into marriage. But once you humble yourself, God can use just a year, even less than, to teach you all these things. Someone said you can question God like that. Oh, this one is not even questioning God. Though. You are just asking him something. <laughs> Father, I want to know the purpose of my marriage. Can you show me? Oh, if you can't ask God questions, how then can he be your father? Because there are many things God will instruct you to do you will never understand. Some of them, he might let you do it and give you the understanding later. But there are some of them too. He opens a door. If only you want to understand, he can give you the understanding. Are you, are you listening to me? Yes. Hmm. 
May the Lord help all of us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So when we say marriage is a good thing, don't look at wedding. We are talking about marriage, not wedding. Are you listening to me? Wedding is for few hours. Marriage is forever in the plan of God. During the wedding, a happy people you have never seen before will come and chop your food. And when they even go, they'll be discussing it in the car. And the Jolof no cry near the last week Joyce and Moody and the net that says, Oh, they the where they are sending our name would be there. Even the jalop doesn't taste good like last week's own. I Charlie Joycelyn's own was so my god. I just there comparing meals. Now, some of you young ladies listening to me, you're under unnecessary pressure. And you see, it doesn't matter how we talk to you. You will not change. I don't know what is wrong with some of you. Now, you, you the ladies, you know what I'm talking about. We can pray for you. To take your time. So you say, fine, I'm okay. Then you go and post. Now I am fine. Ah, the, the Lord has healed me of all anxiety. Give her three days. <laughs> Give her three days. She'll become moody right now. When you, what is the matter? <laughs> man of God. Am I not beautiful? Man of God, am I not beautiful? What is happening to me? I don't understand. Hey, you think it is your beauty that we are using? To... <laughs> you tell me there. You think I don't know you? Oh, I know you. All my siblings are ladies, so I know. I learned these things in my infancy. So <laughs> I know some of these things. I know the guys who borrow their friends' cars to come and stand in front of the house and say, pee, 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 pee. Then you know, hurry up, I am going. You understand all the secrets. And when you hear that sound, no matter what is in your mind, mommy, I'm coming, mommy, you drop it. Mommy say, come, come, you won't even listen. You go because you understand that the guy says, hurry up. I am going. You think I don't know? There are some of you, where you have gotten to, you never sought God in relationship. And you have become so emotionally attached to these guys, to these ladies. Now when you get to know destiny and you realize that this one will not help you, leaving the person becomes a problem. It has happened to many people. And sometimes it doesn't matter what you do. It looks like Satan. Ah, there's somebody I'm seeing. The name is Aleko, Aleko Bright. Aleko Bright. I don't know. Whilst I was just talking, I saw an anointing dropping, like oil. It was dropping. It was dropping. And the angel, it just passed on your name like that. The angel of the Lord is just whispering to me to tell you. There is a strong anointing on your life. It is an apostolic anointing. So all of a sudden, I looked and I saw in the spirit realm, I was carried by the angel of the Lord into a certain church. And it's like the church of Pentecost. When I got to the church, I saw that a lot of people were there. And I began to hear songs. But most of the songs I was hearing were in Ewe language. 
And the Spirit of the Lord began to speak to me to tell you that there is a strong unction on your life, an apostolic anointing that is on your head. And the Lord said, as you tell you, I don't know where you fellowship. I don't know the church you, you attend. But I see in the spirit realm that it won't be long. I saw a chain. And in the chair, they've written something like Dickens. And I saw that you were placed three times on that chair. The Spirit of the Lord said to me to tell you, there is an apostolic unction on your head and God will continue to raise you even through the office of a deacon and carry you to the place that he has ordained for you. He will favor you and empower you greatly. The Lord said it's not even only you that is going to release that grace upon. There is also somebody they call wretched, wretched, wretched around you that the Lord is going to empower and release a similar grace even upon for the work of the ministry. I pray for you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus that whatever the hand of the Lord has begun in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, let it end well in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the Lord favor you and cause you to walk in abundance even of his anointing in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I call it down. I call it down. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ah. A certain document has been released right now. There is a certain document that has been released. And this document is like a permanent resident document. I see a green card to be one of it. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. And on the document, it's like somebody, you are in the United States of America. You are believing God for some documents. It has been released. It has been released. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Lord has permitted me to see a name. And the name is like grace. Grace that is on it. You are believing God for documents. Your name is Grace. Congratulations. The Lord has released it in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I call it down. I call it down. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Oh, amen. All right. I want us to lift our voices in prayer. Just one prayer point. And we are praying into our marriages. Hallelujah. Those of you believing God for marital doors to open. Not just because you are growing old. But because you understand and you know what God wants to fulfill with that marriage. Hallelujah. Not just because you're a man of God and they say you should marry early. Else the ladies will trouble you. Whether you marry or not, some ladies will trouble you. In fact, some of them, when you are married, they don't even see your ring. If you like, you can, you can, you can mold a huge one. They won't see it. They will never see it. 
Because some ladies say we they like married men because married men are responsible men. So they like those guys, those guys, Charlie. The moment you ask now, they release it, bam. I'm telling you. Right now, that's what is what is in the system. Most young ladies, especially the slave queens, they don't like their young, young guys. They like those men who are old enough to be their grandfathers. Uh-huh. Those those men who don't have fun those will be accounting them to you in the open. I'm telling you. And that's what they want. And they don't know they are digging their, their early graves. to be careful when they see when you're a young man and you go and you know propose to them oh, i want to, i want to stay with you i want to marry you and they look at they will scan you from top to down they say what do you have can you take care of me then they will turn around say just just look at me just look at me can you take care of me I don't understand what's wrong with those ladies. Where don't you have fathers? Mo papa no more infant. Huh? Mo papa no more. Mudi papa. Papa and show be bear man I do any brebes. You are not serious. Tiana dying on Saka was your channel corn or call. No, Pabo ten years. I'm telling you. This is too much. It's serious. Why now people just can't decide to marry a man because she has seen his future. And you know the future. I'm telling you. Oh, let me say it. Let me say it. Some of the young ladies are troublesome. Huh? If you are not careful, you will never get money in your life as a young man. Listen to me carefully. Some of them, you enter into a relationship with them within three months. The money you will spend on them, you will be shocked. You will be shocked. Every day my phone is spoiled and I need iPhone. You need no phone, no phone, not iPhone. Go and buy some yam and use. I know these ladies will gang up against me. I'll be waiting. Hmm? I'll be waiting. You come. I'll be waiting for you. An angel of the Lord visited me last Tuesday. He doesn't talk. You, you come and meet him. Hallelujah. Some of you are the reason you are the you are the weapon fashioned against yourself. Huh? The weapon fashioned against you that is prospering. No? You are the one. Why only weapon? You are the you see, you don't think, you don't plan. 
Just moving from one, you're hopping from one man to the other. Are you a man hopper? Let me say it as it is. Let me say it as it is. You later come and say, man of God, pray for my marriage. You pray for my marriage. You come and meet me. Go and change your life. Some of you trimude hunubasa. Tan, 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 tan. Huh? Your beloved is a young man of God who is now growing in the things of God. You know he needs time for the Lord to build up in his spiritual life. You want to be on phone with him for two hours. And you will not even talk about heavenly things. What are you talking about? Two hours. You, you are not talking to him about your family issues, things you know in your family that can, you know, destroy the marriage that you should pray about. No. You are not even giving him ideas to make money. No. You are not praying for him that God will elevate him and use him. You are not encouraging him in life. No. What are you talking about then? Huh? What are you talking about? Two hours. And when he says, I'm going to pray. Eh? You don't even care about me. Every time prayer, 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 why? You don't even care about me. Are we going to eat prayer? <laughs> now, they say it a lot. Now you see, let me tell you this. Those of you, especially the young ladies who are in relationships with young men of God, listen to me carefully. Don't destroy the calling of God on his life. Are you listening to me? Don't destroy his ministry. You might not be a witch, but your own weakness can jeopardize what God wants to do with a person's life. Be sensitive. Are you listening to me? You will say this, they will not understand. They won't. Because right now, Satan is poisoning the minds of a lot of women. And it is what he has released in the, in the system. That men and women are the same. What men can do, women can do better. Go ahead, go ahead do it. Continue. It is only in school you'll be in the same class with a guy. You are the same. In a trotro, you are sitting on this same seat with a guy. You are the same. Even in Christ, we all are entitled to the promises of God in salvation. We are the same. But in the context of marriage, don't bring this whole matter of equality there. You, you will miss it. Are you listening to me? That's not what the Bible teaches. Learn some ladies, I will not allow any man to control me. Go and say this to your father. When you meet your father, tell him that. 
You are not serious. Is your father a girl? Is he not a man? When he slapped you when you were young, what did you do? You want to now come and trouble somebody's son? I won't allow any man to. Could you not prepare him like that? So on Pabu Evans Santiago Bernabeu, they are known as Kwasan. They show us who they are. You know what? What? <laughs> Hallelujah. Young lady, if you don't want any man to control you, don't marry. Are you listening to me? Mm, don't even get a job because your boss will do the same. <laughs> eh, your boss will tell you, didn't I tell you to put these files here? Why are you waiting? What is that? <laughs> that one that you will not talk about. In marriage, you want to say, I don't know Allah. You are not serious. Don't you know that you are, you are becoming Satan's cousin? I don't know. Your boss will be more treated you won't say a word. You come home, your husband will say, what you did was wrong. You, you should have apologized. That one, that one day, you want to, you want to just say, hey, be spiritual. Be very spiritual. Else, you might not know what you are, you'll be losing in this life. I've always realized something. And they're very valuable. They are the things we can easily lose. I'm telling you. Very valuable things. They are the things we can easily lose. Why not careful? Bear. You start losing some of these things. And it will take many years. Some of you, God took you out of the, you see, all the consequences of your own sins. And he brought you to a certain man. And instead of you to embrace that man, hold him well for your destiny to be shot forward. You are, you are just moving about. Doing all sort of nonsense things. When, we, when, we, when, when the Lord speaks to you, listen, oh, listen. I'm telling you. And let me say this thing, then we pray. Marriage is not automatic. The fact that God brought two of you together does not mean it has already ended well. Are you listening to me? Marriage is work. It is a ministry. I'm telling you, it is one of the things we receive God's grace in order to accomplish. It's one of the first ministries ever, even before the fivefold ministries. Very, very, very serious. Now listen, once you get to know God has put both of you together, there's something you need to understand. First thing you need to take note of is that so long as God has put both of you together, there is no way you will let both of you be separated. Are you listening to me? God spoke about this. God said he's putting both of us together. Then I will fight. I will not allow any devil, not even me, to bring separation between us. And when you make up that decision, listen to me carefully. Just be willing huh, to forgive. 
Because it does not mean that so long as God put both of you together, you are all going to walk in perfect ways. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Things will happen that you never planned them to happen. Are you listening to me? In fact, things will happen that were not even part of the plan of God for the marriage. They won't happen. But there's one part of God's plan for the marriage. It's called forgiveness. And so long as forgiveness is there, then you should take note that fault will always be there. Because without fault, there is no forgiveness. That fault will not be from God. But he has already given the remedy for it in the marriage. So whenever anybody commits fault, whether the husband or the wife, in the marriage and you don't want to forgive, you are breaking what God has already said. And you have caused an intruder to cause separation. Are you listening to me? Let me tell you one thing. One of the main causes of divorce is unforgiveness. You see, let me show you how the devil works on forgiveness. You see, Satan, eh, he looks at every human being. He knows that there is something that when it is done to you, it will enter into the receptors of pain in your body. It can pain you ah, and can take even years. The very moment a single thought of that memory comes to your mind, the pain will increase. Are you following? Most of the times, when Satan wants to bring separation, he will let your spouse do that thing against you. Listen to me carefully. Sometimes, eh, if you want to know what God wants you to do to make your marriage work, the whole world will call you a fool. And if you want to do it, if I want you even hear what God is saying, okay, if you want your marriage to work, then do this. You even question God, what? You want me to do this? Look at what he did. He did that. He did that. And God want me to sit down and watch him do that. You know, sometimes you can do, your husband or your wife can do something. And when you want to react, God will say, don't even make mention of it. Don't talk about the matter again. Eh? That is when your, your, your human nature will react. What are you saying? If I don't talk about it, he will do it again and think it is normal. Lord, you cannot tell me this. Lord. If you want to marry, get ready for some of these things. And you better build yourself on this wise before you marry. Else you will always be offended. Are you listening to me? Oh, person, worry, they make any year power. Eh? Be willing to be a fool in marriage to let God's purpose for that marriage be fulfilled. That is the only way every marriage can be fulfilled. The only way when it be in marriage, I'm telling you the truth. 
you are not the only one somebody has done a wrong thing to. Some of you will not get what, what I'm saying, you know. With the kakran kakran, say oba. When you are sing, when you are a single person, you think you can see everything. There are certain things, no matter how you pray, no matter how you fast, the Holy Ghost will not even tell you until you enter marriage. Once you marry, two years, three years in the marriage, then a come to me who You don't want to talk to your husband. Sometimes you want to carry the stove. Huh? I'm, I'm talking about the six portion burner stove. If you let offenses dwell so much in your heart, you become a wicked person in marriage. Are you listening to me? Yes. Offenses cost a lot of women to develop wicked plans. Some of them kill their husbands. Because Meanwhile, the worst of that thing was done to a woman, but she's still in the marriage. Go and ask those women. What, like, what kind of grace do you have to handle some of these matters? Like, where did you learn these things from? I'm telling you, I met a woman walking with seven guys. Then once I was just looking at the woman, my eyes opened, and I saw that only two of them are her children. But the five, her husband has gave birth to these five children with five different women. But the woman is working with all of them as her own sons. And I was like, no, there is a certain wisdom and revelation that is not given by men to handle this matter. Where did she get that wisdom from? And if I was also looking at the guys, I saw another pregnant woman, and the Lord said, another woman is pregnant. She's here to deliver a girl. The woman didn't know about it. And when she's talking, she said, oh, my husband, my husband, oh, my one and only. I know some of you, you will never, man of God, what I saying, this one is foolishness. Mm, it is foolishness. You, I know you will never do such a thing. Man of God, me, I won't do this. Oh, shit, sir. <laughs> sir. Like, we are not telling the men to fool around. But we are telling the women to have a certain understanding. Whilst we are also teaching the men to be wise. Are you following? You are young. So some of these things I'm saying, some of them you, you when you get people teaching you some of these things before marriage, I beg you, I beg you, take them and stop watching those nonsense movies. They will not teach you about marriage. All these nonsense emotional Nigerian movies you keep watching. You need to be very careful. Else you'll be destroying your own future home. 
I'm telling you the truth. Oh. You need to be very serious. Oh. Right now, those movies that were actually telling us what forgiveness actually is in marriages, nobody wants to watch it. Want to watch the ones that, if it is your birthday and your beloved, your boyfriend does not call you, or maybe he's not the first person to call you, you get angry. So when it's 12 a.m., King, your, your boyfriend is supposed to be the first person to call. If another guy or another person calls before your boyfriend, that one is Wahala. I don't know where these, all these young ladies are learning some of these nonsense things from. And that's what they like. So it's my birthday. It's 8 a.m. You are now calling me. It's coming for a time, Ben. Hmm? What time do you want me to call you? Huh? Midnight, 12 a.m. Because it's your birthday. <sighs> May the Lord have mercy. Yeah, this is why most of you young ladies are you keep being deceived though. because this is what you think love is. At 12 a.m. King, you will call. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. There's a boy fast here. May God bless you. Heep, 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 When you are Oh, baby, thank you. You are the first person who called me. In fact, there are some ladies during their birthdays, those who will send them mobile money. If their boyfriend's money is not in a higher value than the rest, there will be an issue. You see, I'm not a prophet of doom, but I want you to know something. If you keep having this unnecessary, un, I don't know. <laughs> if you keep having this mindset, you are creating your own future. It is called fate. Are you listening to me? Mm. That is what you'll be doing to yourself. You will attract guys who are not even important. When I say important, I'm talking about people who don't even know what destiny is and they are not even ready to fulfill anything called destiny. Are you listening to me? You see, if I want to talk about this thing called marriage, I will talk, I will talk and talk and talk and talk. God, some of our dear sisters, I just don't know what is wrong with them. Some of them can know these things intrinsically. They know it within themselves that this guy I'm in a relationship with, he will disappoint me. He will not take me anywhere. They know, but still, they will not leave him alone. It's, it's okay. It's, it's, <laughs> I've been there before. I've, I've also been there before. Don't call this one love. It is not love at all. 
Hmm? It is an emotional nonsense. Oh, yes. I'm telling you the truth. Maybe we don't understand. It's an emotional nonsense. And that's what many ladies, they just focus so much on the way they feel. Thinking that one is love, you need to be very careful. Eh? There is something we call attraction and affection in every human being. You can be attracted to plenty of people. It is actually based on the kind of personality you, you carry. Are you getting my point? For example, there are some people, when they see that somebody is brilliant and intelligent, they are just attracted to that kind of person. They just want to be seen with the person. Some people too, when they see that somebody is doing the work of the ministry, they just want to, you see, they are attracted to people in ministry. You see, there are some people, in fact, about majority of women, they love, they, they just, they are attracted to people who are, who are popular, who are famous. Not all women like that, but majority of them. Are you getting it? Somebody can even see your beard and be attracted. Beard, though, about you say. I don't know what they do with that one. If somebody can just not like somebody, at the very moment the person removes a shirt and the, the lady sees suspects, the person she hated, she just come and like because of suspects. And you want to base on this one to marry. Don't you know you have already buried yourself? And let me tell you the truth. There is a, a thin line between attraction, affection, and lust. A very, very thin line. Are you listening to me? If you are not careful, you focus so much on how you are attracted to the person and the spirit of lust will start controlling your mind. You start lasting after the person in your heart, in your mind. You need to be very careful. Attraction is a normal thing in every human being. But there is a thin line between it and, the, and last, if you are not careful, you start lasting after the person and you put your destiny on a halt. And listen, we don't base on attraction to marry. Are you listening to me? As a believer, you marry for the sake of the kingdom. That is the main purpose of your marriage. You don't marry the lady because she is fair and you like fair women. 
if kingdom and destiny are not in the context. You see, they beat a lot of men in, in marriage. <laughs> you don't know. They beat a lot of men in Ankasa. Sister a frying pan. Oh, may God have mercy. And in fact, some of them, they will not beat you, but they will not give you the visa to Jerusalem. Hmm? If you are not part of family life and you understand what I've just said right now, you need to repent. I'll see a couple will suffer from. I'm telling you. You see, if your wife listen to me carefully, let me chip this in small. If your wife, this one is for family life, but then let me chip it in small. If you're a wife, if you are a wife, the Lord said I should pause. She didn't mention it. So I'll say it on the Family Life WhatsApp platform. Amen. Our saying, what is our? Oh, it's been a long time. Oh. Today I'll meet Family Life. Today we'll meet. Family Life, shalom, 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 shalom. Today we are going to meet, hallelujah. So please make sure you join us. Amen. So if you are not, if you are married and you are not on the family life platform, send me a text, WhatsApp message. I'm going to add you to the family life WhatsApp platform immediately after service. Hallelujah. God bless you, man of God, prophet Ezekiel. God bless you, sir. Wow. Please, I believe you are doing well. Hallelujah. All right, all right, my dear sister Lady Consuela, I will surely do so. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. May the Lord open the heavens over your marriages. If you are believing God to marry, I pray that the heavens will open in the name of Jesus. If there is any character in you that is stopping your marital glory, May the Lord help you to work on it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Ah, Matidi Misesia, it came in for Anthony in Anthony in right now. Anthony. Anybody here like that? No? My dear sister said, my, my brother. Wow. Is, is he married? 
he's married. I want to pray for him. And I want to pray for his marital life. That the grace of God will speak for him. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. I don't know where his wife is, but then we need to pray. That any attack of the enemy against the woman will be destroyed. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. It looks like somebody has taken something that belongs to the woman to a certain place. And they want to use it against her. But the grace of God will speak for her today. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. By reason of your presence here. I use you as a point of contact for your brother and his wife. In Jesus' name, may the Lord open the heavens and grant them grace and open the womb of the woman even to conceive in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I call it done. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You want to lift your voice shortly in prayer. You are telling God, Father, my marital life is in your hands. Help me. Help me. If you are believing God for marriage, as you pray, may the Lord open that door for you. If you are already in marriage and there is that contentions against the marriage, you are telling God to help you. The hand of the Lord will come into your marital life, be it financial side health, fruit of the womb, in-laws troubling your marriage, any arrow of witchcraft launched against your marriage, delay any form of attack against your marital life as we pray. Arrows against the fruit of the womb as we pray right now in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May the hand of the Lord cause those arrows to backfire in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Marital glory, the glory for marriages, let it be released now.
in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. May the Lord favor you. I pray that if there is any throne in your family, if there is any altar in your family, if there is any idol in your family that is stopping your glorious marriage or fighting that marriage God has given to you, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I command the powers of all these entities to be broken in Jesus' mighty name. May the counsel of the Lord concerning your marriage come to pass in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And may the Lord order your steps if there is any form of spiritual marriage that is affecting your original marriage that God has purposed for you. Today, I break that evil covenant in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And may the will of God be made manifest in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There's Dominicia. Dominicia, can you hear me? The Spirit of the Lord is ministering to me to pray for you. I don't know if you are married. I don't know if you are married. But this is what the Lord showed me. You have divorced eh? Exactly what the Lord showed me. I saw a man standing with you. But all of a sudden, I saw that the man left your hand. And the angel of the Lord said to me, This thing actually is something that is in the family. And it is because of this that most of the people don't stay married in the family. And the Spirit of the Lord is ministering to me to pray for you. Because there is a certain kingdom assignment on you that God has conferred on you when you were at the age of six. And I see this to be an apostolic assignment. And the Lord is ministering to me that I should pray for you and open the heavens for you so that you will enter into another glorious marriage for the sake of the assignment that God has placed on your life. For I see in the realm of the spirit that the enemy did this in a way also to affect the ministry that God has placed on you. For I looked in the realm of the spirit. I see that I'm standing at a place like California. And when I got to this place, I have been led by the angel of the Lord to a certain church. You live in California. The Lord has led me to a church. And I see this church like a new church that you have begun and I saw a lot of people coming from the north, south, east and west and they were all coming to fellowship. The spirit of the Lord is ministering to me to tell you that there is an apostolic mandate that is resting on you from today and the Lord is going to use you to be a blessing to people in the area of deliverance and also even in the area of healing. The Lord said to me to tell you 
that is empowerment is coming so strong even on your life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus for the spirit of the Lord said to me that there is something we also need to do I see something I see a network of links I don't know what is happening but in a vision I am looking at an angel of the Lord moving from one place to the other the angel is moving from California to a place in Ghana and the angel moved from that place in Ghana to a place in Italy and the angel is ministering to me right now that these three countries you have a certain connection even in these three countries and the Lord is ministering to me to tell you because the moment I was I saw the angel standing in Italy I began to hear a certain name like Garcia or something like that and immediately the angel of the Lord whispered into my ears and he began to that's your last name the angel said to me that you are going to have most of your apostolic missions even in the US specifically in California even specifically a place that they call Los Angeles and I see that you also move to Ghana and fulfill a certain kingdom mandate and you now move from even Ghana to Italy to a place they call Rome and God will, will use you even to fulfill great things and when you move from Rome I saw you are moving to a place they call Vicenza and when you move from Vicenza I saw you went to a certain place they call Verona something like that and the angel of the Lord whispered into my ears there is a kingdom assignment that is on you and God will begin to move you even from one country to the other to fulfill this assignment but the Lord said get ready it won't be long for I see a man holding your hands taking you to the altar even in holy matrimony God is bringing a glorious marriage to you and this marriage will be forever it will not be broken for the hand of the Lord will be in it and the hand of God has already broken that evil altar that is in your family destroying glorious things in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus the Lord has spoken and so shall it be in Jesus precious mighty name I call it down Lady Prestige, the Spirit of the Lord is ministering to me to pray for you. That glory is coming. For I began to hear the cry of two children. And I see these two children to be females. I began to hear their cry. I began to hear their cry. The Spirit of the Lord is ministering to me to tell you. Even to get ready. For I see a beautiful door. Even of conception. That the Lord is opening unto you. Any arrow launched against you even in your marriage I command that arrow to backfire in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus all the women in your mother's house who were waiting for something evil to happen the hand of the Lord is striking all of them down and they will see the beauty and the glory that the Lord has bestowed on your destiny in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus from today your heavens have been opened Carry your miracle baby in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. 
Akonle Dan, Fosu Louisa, the Spirit of the Lord is ministering to me to pray for you that whatever your hands have begun, the Lord is bringing a glorious end to it. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, there is going to be an empowerment that the Lord will release on your life. I see two doors that God is opening. The first one, I see it to be a traveling door. And the Lord began to whisper into my ears. And he said to me to tell you that your doors of traveling have been opened in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I see a door even to the United Kingdom about to be opened for you. Specifically a place they call Milton Kings. For the hand of the Lord has opened that door and glory is coming to you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I call it done. I call them Lydia Dede. Lydia Dede. The Lord is ministering to me to tell you that your heavens have been opened and His grace has been released even on your life. The Lord is going to empower you and cause you to walk into a glorious, a glorious marital dimension of his power for all of a sudden my eyes have been opened and the Lord says that any arrow that the enemy has launched against the marital glory that the Lord has given to you by the power of the Holy Ghost that arrow has backfired in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus for all of a sudden I began to hear a phone call and the angel of the Lord told me to listen as I was listening to the phone call I heard the voice of a man even on that phone talking to you and was telling you that you should make plans and even get married next year and as I was listening to the conversation I saw I was even listening and the man was telling you talk to your parents about it and even make time so that he can go and meet your parents and he said okay you make everything perfect and as I was listening to the phone call as I was listening to everything I saw all of a sudden the place changed to be a certain traditional marriage ceremony and as I was there I, I looked and I saw everything was going according to the plan of God and the Lord is ministering to me. Next year in his plans, God is going to cause you even to be in a glorious place of marriage where God will are. For all of a sudden, as I'm standing at the place, I'm seeing a small banner that have been made. It is like a small a small banner that has been made and I saw they've written something like Adum Kakari Adum Kakari, words lead the spirit of the Lord is ministering to me to tell you that the glory that the Lord has bestowed on your head will surely be made manifest. Even next year, the Lord has purposed something glorious for you in the area of your marriage and it will happen according to the will of God. Nothing can stop it in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I call it down. I call it down. I call it down. I call it down. Claire, the Spirit of the Lord is ministering to me to tell you, nobody can destroy what God has begun. Even in this marriage, nobody can destroy what God has begun. Even in this marriage, there is something the Lord is going to do. I see a door to Canada opening for your husband. A door to Canada opening for your husband. And I saw that when that door opened, it was not even long after the door opened that you were able to join your husband even with your baby. The Lord said to me to tell you to get ready for there is a glorious thing coming for you and there is nothing that the enemy will do even to destroy it in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. 
are called an Evans. The Lord says, get ready. His anointing is coming so strong upon you. He's going to use you mightily. And the Lord said, I should tell you to be prayerful even concerning the woman you will choose as a wife. Because I see that your impact even in the lives of people will be so much hinged on the woman you will choose as a wife. I pray that the Lord will order your steps and he will deliver you from every assignment of the enemy and make you a prophetic giant even in your generation. For I see God raising a young man. I saw a small stone, a very small white stone that an angel was pouring oil on the stone. And the more the angel poured the oil on it, I see that the stone grows and become big and I saw that the stone after a lot of liters of oil poured on it it became a mighty mountain and I saw a name boldly written on it I saw something like Evans something like a Siako Yabua written boldly even on that mountain and the angel of the Lord told me to tell you that's your name the Lord said get ready you are a prophet that is going to use across the nations of the world even to be a great blessing to nations the Lord said you should be more prayerful and be more careful on the woman you will choose as a wife for this is what the enemy is always trying to use as a means to stop you from moving to a higher point but I stand as the servant of the Lord and I speak over your life and over your future no witch no woman will destroy what God has given to you if they try may the thunder of heaven strike them and break them into pieces your life is secured your ministry is secured what God has begun he will definitely fulfill it in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus I call it done I call it done. Mela, get ready for the Lord is going to open a great door even unto you and it is a door of a scholarship. The spirit of the Lord is ministering to me that anything that fights the, the rising of women in your family saith the spirit of the Lord today your life has been delivered from it. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus there is an uncommon anointing on your head but I see that the enemy was trying to cover it with a blanket but I saw an angel removing that blanket and the angel said you are a global asset you are not supposed to remain even in the central region for you are supposed to break through and move across the nations of the world and the Lord said to me to tell you from today that unction has come upon you and the Lord said this will begin with the scholarship that God will give to you even to a place like Canada and the day that God opens that is going to be the beginning of the global mission that the Lord has placed on you there is a strong prophetic unction on your life and the Lord will cause that unction even to be made manifest in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus I call it down. Regina, auntie, the Lord said to me to tell you to get ready for he has opened your womb. I am looking into your womb right now and I'm seeing a baby girl that is hiding in your womb. And as I'm looking at the baby girl in your womb, I began to see the child smiling and all of a sudden the child opened her mouth and I began to hear a voice like a song. The spirit ministered to me to tell you that there is a minstrel that the Lord will bring out of your womb that will carry the nations of the world even on her shoulders for I see that through this ministry God is going to bring forth a lot of songs that will be global songs in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus I pray that 
The child is already coming with a name that they call Shekinah. Shekinah. The Lord will make it happen according to the will of God. And whatever he has said concerning your life will surely come to pass. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I call it done. Can we close? Amen. Hallelujah. Is there anybody here connected to any Tamaklu? Tamaklu. Tamaklu. Let me pray for you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, Tamaklu, 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 Beleshanamande, Kibasa. Okay, that is what the Lord told me. Tamaklu is building a house. But Tamaklu has gotten to a point where it has become difficult for Tamaklu to continue in the area of finance. And aside that, there is a contention over the land. But I'm praying. The Lord has given the land to him and financial doors have been opened in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. It is done. It is done. Hmm. Okay. Let's shift the rest to mega one word from the Lord. Hallelujah. Next week, Monday, is mega one word from the Lord. Everybody is supposed to join with one bottle of oil and a pure white handkerchief. One bottle of oil and a pure white handkerchief. Hallelujah. I'm believing God, everybody will receive a word. Everybody will receive one word from the Lord. Amen. So please don't be late. And when we tell you not to type, don't type, okay? So that everything will move on very fast. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you and favor you all. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. By the special grace of God, we are almost through with the towels. We are almost, I think they are done by now with the, with the tiling work of the church project. Hallelujah. It's, it's just amazing. And we thank God for his grace and his favor. Amen. When we are done, if you are in Ghana and you don't step foot on the grounds, I don't know where your problem is coming from. Amen. Because I know a lot of people will be traveling from many, some of these countries, you know, to come and, and join us. So please make sure you join us. Hallelujah. Uh, you have to come. Uh, or say you're homecoming. 
all those of you in the US, in the UK, in Canada, and yeah, Hallelujah. Amen. Walker Swat Chain, you will program now. No, Abba. May the Lord bless all of us and keep all of us strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. God willing, in January, we are kickstarting another move of Eagles Conference and we are coming to Kumasi. Hallelujah. We are coming to Kumasi. So if you are in Kumasi, get ready for Eagles Conference. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's going, to, it's going to be an amazing experience, I'm telling you. So if you are in Kumasi, make sure you join. Hallelujah. The Lord is going to be a great blessing to, to all of us. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. And we are believing God that on the 31st of December, we are going to have our crossover service um, at our church premise. Amen. So those of you who would want to join us for the crossover service, you can, you can join. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you and favor you all in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. God bless you all. If you feel led by the Spirit of God to release any seed, the number is 0240312551. 0240312551. And if you want to sponsor the church project, the number is 055. 6050452 The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Family life, this evening we are going to meet. So please make sure you join. Eradin Shrayen, until the Numen Shrayen, Omana Domineke Siemayen, Ewe Yesu Diwu, Yebeshia, Yameyaduma Enyumri, Shalom. Bye bye. Are you here? Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I see Ramans.
Come on. Hey. I'm born in a rock. 